Hello and welcome to another 9-Minute Bible Study. Our starting point, Acts chapter 4, verse 8. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel. Let's hold there for a second. Here's where we are. At the beginning of the fourth chapter of the book of Acts, Peter and John were detained because they had the nerve to preach openly about the resurrection of the dead, namely, the resurrection of Jesus from the dead. So here they are, now in front of the religious rulers of Israel, having to give an answer for what they taught to the people. Now, normally, people when facing pressure like this, they would collapse immediately and start saying things like, we'll never do this again. Peter, he is filled with the Holy Ghost. And because he is filled with the Holy Ghost, he can give an account and an answer for everything that happened. Verse 9. If we this day be examined of the good deed done to the impotent man, this refers back to the healing at the beginning of Acts chapter 3, the man at the gate beautiful being completely healed, by what means he is made whole, how he was made healthy and whole, verse 10, be it known unto you all, and to all the people of Israel, that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom ye crucified, whom God raised from the dead, even by him doth this man stand here before you all. So what do we see here in this verse? One, we see Peter saying that the one who healed this man is Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Christ, the Son of God, something those who are holding this hearing do not believe in. Usually, if you got a good lawyer, he'll tell you, don't do anything to inflame the people who you're talking to. Guess what Peter did automatically? By saying that Jesus was Christ, he really didn't make anyone who was listening to him happy. So why did Peter say it? Because he's filled with the Holy Ghost, inspired by the Holy Ghost, and he is speaking the truth. This man was healed. Why? The name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The next thing that he said, whom he crucified. And this was the exact group who led Jesus to Pilate in order to be crucified. So yes, he is bringing this back to their memory a little over 50 days after it happened. The next part, whom God raised from the dead. This is something this group of people does not want to even admit happened. They do not want anyone talking about any resurrection. More or less, not these guys, that's for sure. So what happens? Peter openly declares that God raised Jesus from the dead. The last part of the verse, even by him, that this man stand here 
before you whole. So, the one whom they crucified, the one whom God raised from the dead, Peter and John, with the authority given to them by Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the one who shed his blood, the one who was raised from the dead, with this authority, this man is healed. Verse 11. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. They rejected Jesus as the Christ. They were going to put him to death to end this once and for all. God raised Jesus from the dead. What was he saying? Jesus is the head of the corner. Jesus is the one who holds everything together. The rulers didn't want to believe this. But the fact that they thought it was true does not mean it is true. So often when people give an opinion about Christianity, they assume that their opinion is correct. The only opinion that really matters is the one of God the Father. And God the Father raised Jesus from the dead. And God is saying, Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Doesn't matter what the rulers think. Jesus is the Christ, but we rejected him. Doesn't change the fact that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Verse 12. Neither is there salvation in any other name. Let's look at this real fast. The only way we can be saved from our sins, the only way we can be saved to the benefits of eternal life, is a belief that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. That what Jesus did on the cross, the shedding of his blood, what that did, it gave us forgiveness and pardon of sin. Our sin record is gone. And because God raised Jesus from the dead, we who are believers in Christ, as new creatures in Christ, we have everlasting life. Salvation is through Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. Now in this setting, it's probably not what the rulers wanted to hear. But this is something that is true. The Holy Ghost will lead us to say that there is no salvation except through the name of Jesus. The last part of verse 12. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. The only way to salvation is through Jesus Christ. I know a lot of people believe that there are many ways to God. No, they're not. What did Peter just say? No other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. The only way to salvation, the only way away from hell, the only way to eternal life with Jesus, the only way to heaven, is through 
Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. This is something we as a church, even though it will make us unpopular in a lot of circles, we cannot back away from. We believe that Jesus is the Son of the living God. We believe that through his name and what he has done, we are not going to hell. We are going to heaven. Jesus is the only way for us to follow in order to have eternal life. And if you believe in Jesus, that's exactly what's going to happen. And we will pick up with this in our next lesson.